Welcome to the TSO Podcast. I'm Kathleen Kajioka from the New Classical FM. I'm happy to announce a government contribution of $7.5 million to the TSO's Canada 150 Pan-Canadian Signature Project, creating a soundtrack as rich and diverse as our country. That's Melanie Jolie, Minister of Canadian Heritage. You'll hear from her later in the show. But first, the orchestra has come a really long way, and it's all been under the leadership of music director Peter Ungen. He joins me to talk about his time with the orchestra. Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Now, over the time uh, that you spent at the TSO, where have you seen innovation in the TSO's programming? Well, actually, um, when I arrived... Um, I kind of insisted that we already go in that direction. So we that's why we started the New Creations Festival. Um, and and that was great. I mean, it was very exciting. We had wonderful composers and almost every single composer came. Um, so we started that, but then I was accused of ghettoizing uh, new music, which, you know, when you do a Beethoven cycle, you're not accused of, be- of, of ghettoizing Beethoven. But actually... The thing was, I said, we're going to do the New Creations Festival so that we can give real focus and we can bring people to the hall as we're doing, you know, still to this day. And they know that they're going to experience only contemporary music. And there's an enormous possibility there. It might be extremely dissonant and atonal. um, And it might be, you know, like a pop music kind of thing. Like we recently did the fabulous piece by Kevin Lau with, with a DJ. I mean, that's innovative, you know, with Scratch Bastard and, and an amplified Fiara quartet. Great fun, great piece. In that same program, we did some really gritty music, you know, challenging to listen to. And audience members come out and say, I don't know. I mean, I like to challenge myself, but it's really hard to listen to. And, I, you know, I'm certainly glad you don't do that all the time. And, and some people just come and they dig anything we do because they love, you know, new, new sounds. So, but the, the the reason I did the New Creations Festival was not so that I wouldn't do new music at any other time of year. It was actually to give a focus to new music and say that this is this is really part of who we are, and it must become part of our vernacular. And so we've we've done premieres of all kinds of crazy pieces and interesting pieces um, in our programming quite regularly during the season, and and that's been going on for you know twelve years at this point. What. What I think is beginning to change is the world of new music, where there's more collaboration with different kinds of musical forms than we used to have. Right, the collaboration with Scratch Bastard being one. Well, example. as a good example, or yeah. a throat singer, you know, the, you know, the, right. this is something you know to collaborate with Tanya Takak ten years ago was probably unlikely, you know, that that kind of idea. But now this is becoming possible, and I'm very excited about that. And we do a, more film music, you know, these live performances of films, which is with the film being projected up there. Very exciting, very popular, and a great way to demonstrate what a great symphony orchestra must be. Now, all of this activity belies the um, stereotype or that barrier in many people's thinking that a symphony orchestra is this old European uh, cultural institution, not relevant today, old dead white men, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what is the um, opening in all of this? Well, I guess you've already described some of it, but the, the role of exploring Canadian identity through a symphony orchestra. Well, this has been an interesting challenge for me because obviously as a Canadian, um, and I'm the first Canadian music director since the Macmillan, right? I mean, right. That's yeah. a long time. Um, so I felt uh, a natural longing to discover or rediscover or perform Canadian music. Um, and, you know, we've 
we've performed some incredible pieces by uh, composers like Vivier, Lonely Child with Barbara Hannigan. I mean, staggeringly beautiful piece. Um, and we've taken Vivier on tour with us to to Europe. Um, I've commissioned not just short pieces. I mean, we, we commission Canadian composers, sometimes like three major pieces in a season, sometimes six or seven or eight pieces of, of shorter length. Um, so we've we've been very, very focused on making sure there is opportunity. Because if we don't do it, and other symphony orchestras in Canada don't do it, and, and musicians in Canada, obviously somebody gave the opportunity to every composer to, to, okay, please write something. We want to perform it. We want to give you an opportunity to have a platform. So I think we've done, to be perfectly honest, I think we've done a good job of that. People will always criticize. They'll always say you should have done more. And far more people would say you should have done less. <laughs> I can assure you of that. <laughs> but they're not so vocal. Um, but uh, what, what is interesting right now with the sesqui coming up is that we're going to have a further opportunity, much greater opportunity than ever, to look into the past and see if there's something we've missed. You know, because I've always tried to discover things, but we've never really focused on it with the kind of energy and resources that are now likely to become available because sesqui is important, obviously. You know, this is an opportunity for all of us to step up to the plate and say, okay, not only what is Canada and what should Canada be in the future, but what has Canada been? So I'm, I'm very excited at the, at the possibilities. That was TSO Music Director Peter Ungen. You're listening to the TSO Podcast. Stay with us. Earlier this week, the Minister of Canadian Heritage announced funding for the TSO celebrations of Canada's sesquicentennial in 2017. The Honourable Melanie Jolie was in Toronto for the announcement. Take a listen. I truly believe that this partnership exemplifies our government's vision for the celebration of the Canada's 150th anniversary. In 2017, our vision will bring communities to the forefront of the Canada 150th anniversary. And, you know, when you think about it, Expo 67, which was um, Canada's uh, centennial year, um, we had the, the chance of building a village of international pavilions to really make sure the Canadians could discover the world. 50 years later, because all the technological changes and all the great diversity we have in this country, well, we ought to celebrate differently and we want to empower our communities. There's going to be four pillars that will weave into this year-long celebration. The first one, we want to engage young people. And we want to give you the tools to invest in yourselves so you can reach your full potential and give back to your community. After all, you're the ones who will shape the next 50 years, and you will be the one, I hope, to celebrate the 250th anniversary. <laughs> 200, <laughs> We also want to celebrate our diversity. Canada is a model of diversity. As our Prime Minister has said so well, Canadians understand that diversity is our strength. We want that. We know that Canada has succeeded culturally, politically, economically, because of diversity, not in spite of it. In 2017, we want to celebrate and continue to build a welcoming country where everyone can reach their potential. 
by bringing Canada 150 events to our respective communities, the multiple facets of Canadian diversity will be recognized and celebrated. Third, we want to support national reconciliation. No relationship is more important to our government right now than our relationship with the Indigenous people of Canada. It is vital for all of Canada that we move forward together in the spirit of reconciliation so that Canada's next 150 years leaves a better legacy. And finally, we want to be the stewards of our environment. Our vision for Canada 150 includes a broadened environmental conscience through environmental stewardship. We know that climate change is one of the biggest challenge of our time, and that is why we ought to acknowledge the importance of the environment. We want to encourage Canadians to develop a sense of pride and a closer connection to nature. I'm happy to announce a government contribution of $7.5 million to the TSO's Canada 150 Pan-Canadian Signature Project. The TSO will be working with various orchestras throughout the country to highlight the work of iconic Canadian musicians, as well as new and emerging artists, creating a soundtrack as rich and diverse as our country. That brings us to the end of this week's TSO podcast. Don't forget, you can be in touch with the TSO at any time. Send an email to community at tso.ca or leave a note on our Facebook or Twitter pages. For more music and stories from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, join us on Sunday night with the TSO. That's every Sunday at 8 p.m. on the new Classical FM. I'm Kathleen Kajioka. Join us next Monday for another episode of the TSO podcast.